studying the book of Ephesians, and it was a letter uh, written by a guy named Paul. Nice, nice. And uh, it was written to a place called Ephesus. Yeah, Ephesus, that's pretty good. Right? So it was a letter written by a guy named Paul, and it was written uh, to a place in Ephesus. And this place in Ephesus is kind of like our place. It was a um, church plant, like we are, meaning it wasn't a church. And then a group of Christians got together and said, oh, we want to serve God. And like, this is the way we want to do it. This is the way we feel like we should do it. And, uh, Didn't take a 
wives and husbands, so now he gets into the kids. And this is really cool. So he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So go back and write Ephesus. Put yourself in the sandals. No heat coming back then. You know, you got your sandals on, third floor. Church, and you're going to get them out of control. And before it gets kind of crazy, so Paul writes this letter, and he knows that children are going to be there. And when he's talking children, the ages, like, what does he have in mind when he's, you know, talking to children? I'm a lot about sorry, I'm not really sure, but, um, you know, younger, up to high school age, maybe adolescent, but somewhere around. Children. So, they would be there. The children would be there at church. They would hear this letter being read. And Paul knows that. And so he says, hey, listen, the kids, the children, make sure that you obey your parents. Listen to you. Maybe that was a wild kid back then. I don't know. <laughs> but it's super important, important enough for Paul to put in there for kids obeying their parents. The question is, why would he put it in there? Why? Why so important? And of course, Kids are also going to say, what if my parents suck? They're idiots. They don't know anything. Or in like today's turn, just like, they don't honor God. They don't follow God. They haven't been to God. Then be obedient. Do I then follow? It's more of a question to ask, right? Should we think about this stuff? So maybe I'll jump to the ladder first. So number one, I think it's very important to know that children should obey their parents as long as what they're being asked to do does not go against what God has made clear needs to be done. So a child should never just Obey their parents and allow themselves maybe to get abused in some way, shape, or Not really. Right? You can't like use the Bible to you know what you're not. Doesn't work. Another difficulty that comes into play is that children could be Christians and their parents could not be, right? So then why are you going to listen? Because the deal is that it was for the man and for the wife, for the husband and for the wife, is that we still submit to what God asks, even if the other spouse is not. We still submit, even if our parents are not. Because it's about falling under His mission, what He says. That's really what it's about. So the kids are definitely called to obey the parents and they're going to agree and go with everything. But even mom and dad are not Christian, they're still called to obey and listen to their parents. Still called. It's not like a loophole or like, you know, their way out. Or an excuse like the flight and you know, do all that stuff. Now, why 
voice is so important. I would talk with it. Why would you do that? Take a look in there. Verse 2, it says, here's the first commandment, with a big word here, promise. There is a promise attached to the obedience. There's a promise attached to the obedience. It's really nice when we understand and we get the grasp on what God is asking us to do. And when we can put a promise to that. So the child is not just being obedient and listening um, because they want to get their way or somehow manipulate their parents. The hope is that the child is being obedient because there's a promise that God gave them that if they were to do that, it was going That it may go well with you and that you may enjoy it long life on you. Now, wouldn't it be awesome if kids, children, listen? Think about your own self. Maybe a few years ago, more years ago. But if you're younger, and you just listen and try to be obedient. And the reason why you did it was not so somehow you could manipulate try and get your way. But because as a young person, catch it, as a young person, you were holding on to the promise of God that it didn't go well with you and that God was blessed. What if the young person was like, they have absolutely no clue. In fact, I don't know more about this stuff than they do. They are out of touch with reality. They don't even check their emails. They're not even on social media. They don't know how it works. Anyway, that all very well might be true. But the call for the Christian child said, yeah, they don't get all that stuff. But I know what mom and dad are asking me. And I am fully buying it. But I'm not going to fight them on it because I'm believing in that promise that's in the Bible. Can you imagine kids actually were thinking like that? Did you know that's the original goal? You know how it works now? How it works now, mom and dad know it, and you probably know it because you've done it yourself. The way it works now is basically you try to just correct and discipline to make them do the right thing. A recipe for failure. Probably good intentions, but it's a recipe for failure. The ideal situation is you can instruct, guide, and discipline so that they actually want to do the right thing because they see the value of you. Oh! Come on! Show me some. Show me some parents that do that well. Did you do that well? So we got to think about there's some moms and dads, like, it's not just all about just correcting them and getting them to do the right thing, because guess what? Kids are smart. They catch on. I'll just do the right thing. So it appears to be okay. So mom and dad ain't around. 
But a good source of that come from how we're going to discipline our kids. How do we want to do this? Why are we going to do it this way? We're not going to. We're going to take this away. Are we going to do a timeout? We're not going to do a timeout. Like, how are we going to work this thing out? And we're trying to think about, well, how are we going to do it? And is it best for Jaren or Jesse to do it like in that way? Starting to understand and see and realize God is making clear to us that we just don't want to be a parent who corrects them to make them do the right thing. I actually want my boys to grow up to want to do the right thing because they see the value in doing the right thing. Yeah, mom and dad told me not to do that, but they told me not to do that because of this. If I go down that road, this stuff might happen. Oh, if they could just. I mean, if your kids are older, they've been through it, it's already happened. There's grandkids. There's nieces. There's nephews. It's kids yourself. I mean, how often do you want to be told if you're doing something right or wrong? You're doing that wrong. You're messing that up. Fix it. Do it better. That's not ideal. Not ideal. Not ideal. It's definitely a fun issue. So there's a promise attached to obedience for the kids. I don't see a whole lot of this. You could actually buy into it and commit yourself to it. It's going to save you a lot. Time. It's going to save you a lot. Now, some people are just naturally more rebellious. And as soon as you ask them, they're told or suggested in some way by somebody to do something, immediately. Immediately. Don't do this. Okay, I'm doing it. That's just the way it does. I get that. Some people are built that way. So it might be more of a struggle. You know, for people like that. But it's still calling, you know, to do that. We're still called to do that. Still called to take that step of faith and just listen and obey on that. We were called to that when we were younger. Whether you do or not, some people are just thinking now for the first time ever. They their whole lives. Went through being a kid, adolescent, never heard. That's sense. Sense even more, you know, in Turkey. But we can save a generation. And think, God is growing this church. He's instilling us with little ones in the nursery. He's instilling us with little ones downstairs in Sunday school. We can help play a part so they see the amazing value of living life out loud. We all play a part in this thing.
get to be adolescents. They never idiots. We know nothing. But it's amazing when you look at kids, family, parenting, kids, how much effort, time, resources, energy just goes into just understanding and knowing who they are, trying to figure out who God has made them to be, and calling out the man or the woman that's inside of them that God has created. That's a that's a Holy Spirit led skill set. Good news is it's not impossible for any mom or dad to have. The good news is the Holy Spirit, God Himself, is not here. Use me. I'll tell you all about your son and daughter. I'll guide you directly. I'll show you how to correct them. I'll show you how to discipline them. I'll show you how to love them. And I'll show you how to do it in a way that's going to bring honor and glory and where it's going to be hope. Because, you know, we got that passion of fathers, right? So, if your father did not exasperate your children, he said, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Well, one, that's interesting. He's talking to fathers. He didn't say, Women, why I love it. Fuck that. It's still on the Still on the Kind of interesting. You know, I don't really know why. And a lot of Bible scholars really kind of like read back and forth. Why, why aren't they talking about the women here? Why don't they specifically say, you know, women? Things are really wanting our fathers. A lot of them get out there.
Jesus Christ and more gospel of the Father. We're talking about Westboro Baptist, you know, they show up at the funeral and they're out there with their stakes and signs and just, you know. Until the local church comes into play and comes very important. This is the gospel we're talking about. This is Jesus that we're talking about. This is the gospel that we're talking about. So, yeah, I'm going to my kids. Our family of history is to be your kids. That's the plan. <laughs> give up those two boxes, Operation Head Start. The plan is to indoctrinate the ones that might come through the door with you.
This is like a group effort. It's a group effort because we're all in different positions. And I'm hoping that we can just at least surrender in our hearts whatever God wants to do through us. And then He wants to do a mighty work. He promised to do one. Hopefully, we get the pollution and the non It's not going to do any good. Some people just want to delay and put that stuff off.